gentlemen, boys and girls, we're back down here in Portville. How you doing? Hell yeah! Ow! Well, we know by the sounds by the sounds that are occurring around me, we know that we've got Matt and Joe in the house. Hi, Joe. Hi, Matt. What's up, man? Hi. This is a this is a weird thing. Uh, Porchfieldpod.com, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Find us on all those spots. Make sure you subscribe to uh, wherever you listen. Make sure you subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. And uh, if you got an email you want to send us, porchmail at porchvillepod.com. Now that all that is out of the way, it's it's daylight, so it's a little weird. We're a little we're a little bit rained in. I feel. I feel like a fucking vampire. <laughs> I'm I'm ready to like crawl back into my coffin. This is too bright out. <laughs> oh, uh, so I don't like being able to see you. It's, it is kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. I I like it better with the lights off. Yeah, when, where where you're concerned, as well. <laughs> We're here with a very special guest today, Ty. Ty, you got to you got to pronounce this for me. Tyiri. Tyiri. That's right. Yep. Tyiri. I like the way you just said that. That was like <laughs> it, it felt pleasant. It, it was. It was very it was very pleasant to the ear. Tyiri. That's right. Apia. Absolutely. All right. You can just call me Ty. They're just calling you Ty. I'm going to turn you up here a little bit, Ty. You're a little quiet there. Oh, that's Matt. That's probably that's probably why you keep sounding louder and louder. <laughs> <laughs> Forgive me. It's fair to just tell me to shut up. Oh, that's, what you, that's what most people usually I do. Will, I will. I will. I <laughs> will. But everybody calls you Ty. Absolutely. Yeah. So everybody everybody that is probably listening to this episode, they they came here to listen to this for a very special reason. We all know why that is. Dun, dun, dun. It's because Joe's here. It's because Joe's here. <laughs> Absolutely um, because of Joe. <laughs> there's been there's been some there's been some some stuff going on with you and the is it is it the Gainesville City Commission? Is that right? That's right. Yep. That's right. All right. We're gonna talk about that later. But let's get back now. Tyiri. Tyiri. Ty. 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 Come on. <laughs> well, I'm no. I'm trying to get the. I'm trying to get the. Or you can see it like a tie. Air you breathe, letter E. Now where where is that from? Um, it's Swahili. Swahili, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. Now now, are you from Gainesville? No, I'm not from Gainesville. I'm yeah. originally from New York. Yeah, New York. How did you get from New York? What part of New York? I'm from. Well, I lived part of my life in Brooklyn, and another part I lived in uh, Spring Valley, Nanuet, New York. Awesome. About thirty minutes upstate. Oh, when did you come down here? I came here about nine months ago. Really. About yeah, about May, May last year. Well, that's a change. Uh, Big change. Are you Big a change. New York Yankees fan? No, I'm not. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> that is too bad. Oh, that is too bad. Man, well, no, I'm not. Are, are you a baseball fan at all? No, I only watch boxing. Only, bo- that's only boxing? That's cool. Okay, I, I, I can live with that. That's what's, that. Up. that's Joe what's is, up. Joe, Joe is the New York Yankees fan. So, I'm pretty you know, into it. He, he's, yeah. He's probably a little hurt right now. Boxing. Uh, there is a wonderful boxing club here in Gainesville called Gladden Boxing. I don't know if you. I've been there. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> awesome, dude. I uh, I do not box, but my I've I've taken my son there the past mm-hmm. three years. And the hammer. Yeah, and uh, and he, I love it. They uh, coach milk over there. Uh, mm-hmm. They they whip these kids into shape, man. Yeah, I, I like the. Uh, they have a great great workout regimen. They yep. they really train really hard. 
What brought you to What brought you to Gainesville of all places? You grew up in New York. <laughs> who 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 says at one point I'm gonna, You know what I'm going to move to Gainesville. Gainesville. Well, my wife wanted to. Well. She wanted to move near the beach, but somehow we ended up in Gainesville. <laughs> <laughs> Great plan. <laughs> That's a fail right there. <laughs> you missed. Yeah, yeah. You were so close. <laughs> you were almost there. But um, I was I was over here. I was looking for jobs, just trying to get my foot in the door in Florida. Mm. And I said, you know, maybe I'll get to get so in Florida, and then maybe I'll be able to move. But now that I'm here, I'm liking it, and I see. Um, yeah. You know, I see opportunity, opportunity here. So I definitely, I'm liking it's a, it's it. It's a great town. It is. It really. Is. It, it, I mean, I've been here 20 years, and I came here, and I just never left. Fell in love with the place. Mm-hmm. I, I'm actually from up north originally. Um, what part? Flint, Michigan. Oh, really? The uh, drinking water capital yes, of the yeah. U.S. That's how I know it. Yeah. Exactly. That's how everybody <laughs> knows it, it nowadays. <laughs> Everybody's like, "Oh, hey, you're from Flint. Yeah, great. Do you have like?" You know, three belly buttons or what? What's the matter with you? <laughs> no, but I glow in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no, none of that. But uh, you know, when I the the first time I came to Gainesville, I, I driving through the the campus area, I was like, oh, this reminds me of being up north, the trees and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I did. I just never left. I started a band with this guy here, and uh, we became internationally known rock super. No, nope, no, nope, nope, no, we didn't. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, Hol- the name Hollow Days is known internationally. It's is ju- it? I mean, well, there's another band called Hollow Days. They, they suck. Well, they so suck, hard. but I'm just saying they the name. All right, all right. Technically, it is on the World Wide Web. It is. Which. Hey, it is. It's worldwide. Worldwide, baby. I did go on the Wikipedia Prestige. page at one point and bands from Gainesville. <laughs> I did put us in there. Some asshole removed it though. No. Not sure. Not sure who. But somebody removed it. How dare they? So probably you know. probably some nice guys. So, probably really nice guys. <laughs> <laughs> we're not we're not divulging that secret. Yeah. So um, so you came to Gainesville and. You're a nurse. Yeah. So you moved to Gainesville, Florida. Originally for a job offer. It, but, it, it, I mean, it pretty, the beginning of a pandemic in 2020. Yeah. yeah. How, how'd that go? For me in the in my job? Yeah, for the well, whole... I mean, how did you feel? Because it's like, oh, crap, this worldwide pandemic, <laughs> it seems to attack old people. I'm going to move to Florida, work in nursing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how how did what was going <laughs> well, on upstairs? You put it that way. Uh, <laughs> maybe I should be more. <laughs> no, but um, I was I was never really super fearful or anything like that. I've never really been that person. Mm. Been in much I I think much worse situations in my life than you know this virus. Mm-hmm. So I never was really particularly fearful, but. Now that you put it that way, like, I should have been a little more fearful. Well, so well let's talk. Thinking? Well, well, let's talk about these other situations. Now, you you are um, an Air Force veteran, is exactly. that right? Yep. Um, has that put you in a lot of those situations you're talking about? No, actually, no. Just in my life, my choices yeah. kind of put me in bad situations, and I had to learn from them. Hey. I, feel, I feel like that's like a like a <clears throat> teaser on a movie trailer, and now I want the movie. <laughs> he made bad choices, and yeah. now he's fixing them <laughs> in Gainesville, Florida. <laughs> Stay tuned, fall twenty twenty one. 
No, that's that's awesome though. Uh, but that's I mean that's that's the point. You know, you learn from your mistakes, you, and you make some changes, and uh, and now here you are in, in Gainesville, hanging out with us. Another mistake. Another mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say it's like man, that sounds like a lot of the mistakes I've made. <laughs> <laughs> and you've ended up at the same destination. I, uh, I something something. There's something to it. I'll tell you that. Um, so you hear. You're you're in nursing. How how were you called to do that? Because that seems like something that. And correct me if I'm wrong. It doesn't sound like something that somebody goes into like for the money. You've got to have something inside where you want to help people. Yeah. Is that? Am I right on that? Or, or yes, I definitely wanted wanted to help people. But um, I definitely I was wanting to. For originally, I was in the military and I was in uh, TACP. It's like the Tactical Air Control Party. But at at some point. I was I was in there and they wouldn't they wouldn't really deploy or anything like that, and I was starting to think already after all my training I'm thinking, what am I gonna do after this, you know? Mm-hmm. At, at first when I left high school I figured this is the the perfect job because all I wanted to do when I was in high school is, is fight get into trouble work out I'm like this is perfect <laughs> <laughs> should go to the military right? <laughs> right? but then I was uh, when I was in there when I was actually in there I was thinking. Man, what am I gonna do after this? After this, what? what what's my life gonna be like? Well, I have to already. I have to start looking at other jobs when I get out. Mm-hmm. So, I've definitely wanted to always help people. Looked at medic jobs, uh, retrain into medic a medical career field, and then from there, um, after getting out of the military, I went into nursing. So it's kind of just like that. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. That's really cool. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I'm I'm one of those guys that like man, the sight of blood. I'm like, whoa, what that? No, no, can't do that. <laughs> Ugh, hmm. So, would, do you? Uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought there for a second. I got, I got. It is like it's at night. <laughs> it, it really is. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I'm still trying to figure out my prescriptions that I've been uh, that I've been taking. I've been I've been telling everybody about that I've, I've had some pretty terrible back pains for the past what month or so and I'm on all these prescriptions and uh i yeah I'm, I'm experimenting with to see which which ones actually make me stop feeling pain so um so he needs you from the nursing home to get the good <laughs> stuff bring that here let's start let's start no, seeing no, what's good no, i i actually i worked at a nursing home when i was uh when i was 18 and <laughs> <laughs> what you do there? <laughs> I worked in the kitchen. Oh, okay. Um it specifically the dishes, which was which was fantastic. And that does I can't not tell sound if it's serious fantastic. or not. <laughs> I love watching dishes. The highlight of the well, my highlight. wife's gonna be happy to hear that. You can come over anytime. <laughs> <laughs> we got a pile for you. The, I'm gonna I'm gonna clip that part where you said I love washing dishes and sending it to your wife. <laughs> She'll love that. Um, the the highlight of my career at the nursing home though was was I when there was a hurricane coming through, and they asked me to take out the trash. Now this was the very beginning of the hurricane. Um, you know where where you get the light. 60 to 70 mile an hour winds you, you know not really ramped up yet mm-hmm. um so i went outside I took the trash out and i threw it i opened up the gates and i threw the trash into the dumpster and as i'm about to turn around the gate 
which is propelled by the wind, the hurricane force winds, I I smashes me into the head. <laughs> oh, my god! And uh, I crumble into a pile of nothing in the parking lot, and nobody came and found me. <laughs> I was there for 20, 30 minutes. I was, uh, I was, I was in a little bit of pain. Were, were you crying? I, I, I did not cry, but I did manage to finally get up. After sitting there, you know, for a little bit, I, I made my way into the HR office and I said, I think I need to go home. I was just struck with a metal rod in the head at 70 miles an hour. Did and you say it like that? Uh, that no, I think, oh. I, I, I think I was. Oh, my God. Yeah. Somebody call my mom. <laughs> <laughs> so they asked me to, um, you know, they, they said, oh, yeah, yeah, we understand. You just, you know, finish up. <laughs> you know, you, it's almost quitting time so just finish up what you're doing like, oh my god i don't think uh, i don't think this is the place for me and then i and then i moved to gainesville about two weeks after that so. yeah i have never worked in a nursing home but i i i don't know if i could i mean i don't i don't know maybe i could because i really do enjoy conversing and learning from people with more experience than i but you know changing out diapers and all that i mean it has to be done respect to those who oh, yeah. do it but i don't know if that's i had a i had a great time doing it and, <laughs> and like not changing the diapers but you had a I, great time I, and i didn't dishes. have to do any of that i was in the kitchen but i i honestly i did i had a great time learning and talking to some of the people you know there because there's uh there's a lot of wisdom and a lot of history yeah. that those folks yeah. can, can tell you. Yeah, that's one of my favorite parts, actually. And it was amazing. There. It was so sad, though, you know. And then there was people that would steal the forks off the table, and it would drive me nuts, and I'd have to go replace the forks all the time. So there was, you know, there was good and bad. But was there like a yeah. fork underground scene going I on? I think at the nursing I, there must have been. There must have been. There was. There was a lady who was obsessed with the forks. So I would put the forks out, and she would come through and steal them all. And we'd we'd find like hundreds yeah, of forks. That sounds typical. See, you know. he knows what I'm talking about. That, that that's actually pretty hot right now on the black market. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, nursing home forks. <laughs> nursing home specifically, nursing home. Forks. It has to be. So Other, otherwise, they're not the really worth <laughs> When you found all the forks, did you go, "Hey, Nancy, what the fork is this?" <laughs> <laughs> that was. I am so sorry. Is, I am so sorry. That is that is only a joke that was able to be made because it's daylight out. You never would have made that joke after a couple beers. You would realize the errors of your ways. <laughs> Jesus. The only reason that joke was funny is because it was so horrible. Yes. It's like it's that joke. I that joke one on one. Oh yeah. It was forking horrible. Yeah. <laughs> didn't get. You're gonna follow it up. <laughs> Oh boy! Oh, so oh boy! Oh, all right. Politics. What? But how did you get into it? I because I I read a little bit about how you uh, decided kind of late on to uh, to throw your your name in in the ring. Like, and I respect that because while I follow politics, I'm interested in local issues and state and national issues. Like the concept of I'm going to get off my butt and be make a positive change and do something about it how did you how how did that happen for you oh oh i have to go for a little bit far back <laughs> I, I, actually we got the time great forking question <laughs> great forking question joseph so i, I, mean, I grew up like hard hard leftist liberal in a democratic household everybody in new york me. what 
Yeah, no. Right. <laughs> no. <laughs> Come on. No way. <laughs> yeah, I grew up like that, man. Um, when I went to, when I finally, when I went to Colorado Springs, I lived in Colorado Springs. Beautiful place. What took you to Very Colorado Springs? Place. I've been there. That what was that? What took you to Colorado Springs? Oh, my, um, my wife was, uh, she was still in the military at this time. So she was stationed at Peterson Air Force. Did you, days. did you meet your wife in the military? I did. Yeah. I met Both her. in the Air Force? Yeah. I met her in Texas and then we got married in, uh, England. England? Yeah. Man. <laughs> that's that's a great destination yeah. to get married. You're gonna make the rest of us look bad. I got married in Cross Creek out here. <laughs> <laughs> it was borrowed church or something. Anyway, England. Now I gotta now I gotta compete with that. <laughs> so you got married in England. Yeah. So, but I I lived in uh, Colorado Springs, and I never I tried. I was I wanted. I got out the military, and I was wondering, okay, what am I gonna do with my life? I have no idea where to, where to start. I had a bunch of well, I had a bunch of ideas. Didn't really go go great. I had how, no how, job. How long were you in the military for? Uh, about four years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you you joined up when you were eighteen. Uh, I think nineteen. Eighteen, nineteen. So twenty, twenty one, twenty two. You're getting out. You're ready to take on the world. Yeah. What kind of what kind of ideas did you have? Well, first I did. I was doing web development. Didn't I, work out. No, damn it, didn't work out. Pretty hard because we need a website, man. So <laughs> hand, just hand saying, glue, glue, right? Yeah, I was doing web development and didn't work out really hard. Um, then I was like, I don't know if I really want to do this. Yeah. Still, I wasn't a hundred percent sure. And we were about to leave England, co- coming to England to go to Colorado. And I was in, and when I was in Colorado, I was in an Airbnb, and I had been in Airbnbs in in Europe. Mm-hmm. For many many times, and I was like, "Wow, this is this is kind of cool. It's like a cool idea." But but I never thought about doing it myself until I had a bad experience in Colorado Springs. Mm-hmm. Had a terrible experience there. Um, I was alert. I was I had no money, and the place was like ten dollars a night. So I was like, "All right, you know, okay. this is a good. This is all right place." And you thought that was a good idea? Yeah. <laughs> ten dollars a night. Because I'm going in the woods. I'm spending my ten dollars on a sleeping bag. That's that's what I'm doing. I, I did regret it. I did regret it. Well, now, now, why was that? Well, I'm allergic to dogs. Okay. And cats. Okay. Even though I, I like them, but can't really be around them. And mm-hmm. the owner would always uh, open the door, up my bedroom door, okay. to let the dog come in uh, and. Be all in the bed and everything like that. <laughs> so, so for ten dollars a night, <laughs> you got to share your bed with her dog. With her dog, <laughs> yeah, it was great. <laughs> okay, okay. Now, now you were single at this point. No, no, I'm I'm with my wife. Okay, was yeah. your wife with you? My wife, well, yeah, my wife is for good. for ten bucks a night. <laughs> you, your wife, and the dog, <laughs> and the dog, and my kids, and and we're in one room. How many kids do you got? At this time, I had two kids. Two. Okay. Mm, so we're all in this one room, this right. cramped little room. And it was terrible. I'm getting, I'm starting to understand what you were talking about, about the bad decisions. <laughs> Go ahead. Dude, uh, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I'm out of here. Walmart's 24 7. We're going to go sleep on I 9. <laughs> yes, I had no job. I didn't have any money. And I'm like, and I just felt terrible because, you know, I felt I needed to be, you know, the provider for yes. my family. Yeah. And I'm like, right. oh, right. gosh, this is, this is terrible. And every morning, I would, you know, try to look for a job, but I would also have to, had to have a lint roller on me at all times. <laughs> just right, and I'll come out the front door, and I just had to lint roll mm-hmm. my entire body before I went to go on these job interviews. And I was working at, um, first I was working at uh, Frito Lay, yeah, for sixteen seventy six an hour. I remember, 
and it was it was terrible. I was working insane All the amount chili of hours. Fritos you can eat. <laughs> yeah, so I was. I'll take the, that deal. <laughs> I was working a crazy amount of hours, and I was thinking something has got to give. I was working so much I didn't see my kids or uh, anything like that. That's the worst, man. I did that for <clears throat> ten years with 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 my two kids. Uh, working nights, overnights, working, you know, forty to sixty hours a week, and yeah, and it was it was so crazy because I did it for so long. Then when I finally started working a normal nine to five, uh, I was like, wow, this is I'm home every night. Like, get to see them actually and interact with them. Like, this is wild <laughs> because I only had like three days a week that I could actually interact with my kids. You know, the mm-hmm. rest of them it was. You know, they were asleep when I left, and they were asleep when I got home. You exactly. Know? And that's the worst. It really is. So it really is, I respect, yeah. though, getting out there and, you know, hustling and getting it done, though. You know, I mean, we got to do what we got to do. Yeah, yeah. So I was, yeah, I was working that, you know, doing it every day, working overtime, and I was just thinking, something's got to give. I don't know what mm-hmm. it is, but I got to do something different. And I always thought about that bad experience at the Airbnb. Yeah, Because yeah. it got worse. Oh, got worse. How long were you there? <coughs> I was there, I think, about two or three months. I couldn't have been that bad. Jesus. Right? Well, I had no money, so I really didn't have much of an option. I was okay. like, $10 a night. If I go to a hotel, it's going to be 40 or 50 a night. Yeah. I'm going to run out of my money yeah. much quicker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just had to deal with it, swollen eyes from the allergies. Oh, my gosh. Every, so I always looked Was this a high. large dog? Because I'm picturing like I'm picturing like a 90-pound like wolf sheep dog kind of thing. That's what I'm picturing. Um, I believe it was a German Shepherd. Okay, so kind of the same. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, yeah. And it was right. always awkward being at these job interviews because I look like I'm just stoned out of my mind. <laughs> red eyes. Covered in hair. <laughs> Bad decisions. Oh, oh yeah. Why are you so hairy? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So something had to change. Yeah. So I was thinking about. I was like, you know, uh, I can. You know what? I could have done way better than that host. I was like, I can done. I can do much better than that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, how do I get there? And I started writing the plan. And when I was in the back of the. <laughs> On my free on 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 my lunch hours at Frito Lay in the back of the Walmart, writing down a plan. All right, this mm-hmm. is what I'm gonna do. Yep. I'm gonna make it better than hers. I'm gonna get these Airbnbs, but first I gotta get a house. How am I gonna get a house? All right, okay. This is what I'm gonna do. And um, so I was like, so I actually I bought a house, and then I ended up just doing the same thing, where I'm sleeping in one room and my kids are all in this one room, and then we run out the other room. Until we got enough money to leave, basically. Right. <laughs> That's basically what we did. And I Airbnb'd that house. And then I started making, you know, really good money for, my, for me. Right. Yeah, right. <clears throat> studied, kept studying, studied for my nursing license, got the nursing license, got a pay raise. And then uh, I started moving on from there, get another house, stuff like that. Oh, wow. And when I was doing that, um, there was a city ordinance coming down sh- shortly after, well, not much shortly, maybe a year or so, a year or two after from in Colorado Springs, where they wanted to basically increase the taxes on on Airbnbs, and then they wanted to tell you what you can do in regards to, um, say, say you wanted to come to my house and sleep in the backyard mm-hmm. for $5 a night, $10 a night, or you wanted to sleep in my car for $10. They're like, no, you can't do that. So then I started 
asking questions like, why is the government in my life? Why like can't I do what the <clears throat> hell I want to do? With exactly. My own property. If yeah. it's mutual and the other guy's like, yeah, man, you know, I want to stay in your car. That's yeah. cool with me then. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. If it's between us, so now I started asking questions. I was like, "Man, I gotta go to this 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 city hall meeting, the city the commissioner meeting, right?" Yeah. <laughs> and I have to express my opinion on this. And at the time, like I said, I was very liberal, demo, you know, Democrat. Um, oh, I wasn't a Democrat; I was just liberal. Let's say that mm-hmm. I use sometimes use the words interchangeably. But I go there and I express my, you know, you know, my concern about these 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 taxes raising up basically insinuated too that you're just doing it for big business mm-hmm. because the big business can afford these taxes of course they you can. want they have a hundred plus rooms i have like two rooms three mm-hmm. rooms in my house and you want us to pay the same taxes right i was like you're gonna crush you're gonna crush small businesses and when I, when i when i said all that they didn't they didn't give a crap um but after there was a bunch of republicans that came up to me and they were like man yeah we totally agree with you. government <laughs> government always in our shit and i'm like what <laughs> how the hell did i end up on this side <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's exactly what happened i was like wait you care about this yeah it's like yeah man screw these guys i don't know why they think they could tell us what to do right so then i was like the seed it was like a seed for me, and I started trying to reevaluate yeah. what side I was really on, because because everybody on the commission was well, we knew, well, I knew that they were all Democrats, yeah. And I was thinking, wow, okay, so they're not for the for the little people, because right. this is this 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 business has helped me so much, you know. So that's that's the, that was the seed that started well, started awesome. me into politics. I mean, that's that's a lot of. That's a lot of people's story, though. You know, to tell you the truth, and then it's not to not to take away from yours, but you know how many people I, I've heard say like, I was a liberal, I was a Democrat, and then I started looking into this or looking into that and seeing how politics are run in my city, or or I was negatively affected by, you know, X, Y, or Z ordinance, and so I went and fought it, and then all of a sudden I discovered, holy shit, I'm a conservative, or I'm a public, I'm not. What, why are you guys fighting against the little guy? You know, and exactly. That, and I, that, that, that I've heard that a lot. What you were saying about yeah, you're, they're against the little guy. How come the little guy's got to pay the same taxes as the place with a hundred rooms? It's also <clears throat> to to smush the little guy down for less competition for the big guy. Exactly. That that is that's a uh, yeah. And it was mind blowing just seeing that come to fruition. I'm I'm. It was just mind blowing. I was like, I always was raised as liberal Democrat because those are their talking points. Is like we're yeah. always for the little guy. And you know, for the community or equity, equality, all these, but all I have these also catch f- phrases, these catch words. I've also found that 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 people who are people who uh, are democratic or liberal, if you will, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't want to sound like a total dick when I say this, but <laughs> all right. a lot of people who are liberals do not like folks that were once liberal and have, and have shifted sides. Mm-hmm. You get a lot of hate just for that alone because, you know, it's like, oh, people people tend to they, feel sort of attacked because it's like, oh, I know, yeah. like you've said a couple times, like, these are these are your liberal talking points. You know, I know what your talking points are. So obviously you're going to be better suited to refute those talking points. You, you already know what the hell the, the angle is. So definitely that's going to help you. Um, been on both sides. A lot of the liberals I speak to too that never they always claim they're tolerant, but yeah, they they never been on the other side. They never they don't even care to have the conversation. Yep, you know most most of the time. I find that to be the case a, a lot. Uh, I I do have some several liberal friends 
um, numerous that I get along with great that are that are open minded that'll sit and hold a conversation. Courtney will sit and you know hold a conversation with you. Um, lot lot of good folks. You know, I'm not gonna gonna broad brush them all. Or, I got or to listen like to that, that conversation this you morning, <laughs> whether I liked it or not. <laughs> but uh, but I you know for me personally, and that's what's shaped my views is, is just is, is everything I've seen in the world going on today and it's caused me to come down on what I think is a, a side of the sanity and normalcy and, and but I'm certainly not all the way to the right or all the way to the left I, I just kind of each issue on its own you know I try to look Absolutely. at it and, and go oh this is this is the common sense approach to this situation now did you try to get into government out there uh no, no, I I was so focused on my business. I had I I wanted to had got some uh, I had gotten some more issues with my my wife and stuff like that. So I didn't. I was trying to just focus on that, mm-hmm. my wife and my kids and yeah. stuff like that. So I didn't I didn't get into city politics out there. But did Maybe they did they pass that policy? That, that they did. They did. They did. And then shortly after, I left. <laughs> and did you did you end up selling your your, yeah. your places off? Yeah, I yeah. ended up selling them out. <laughs> That's a shame, and they and and they forced you out, you know, yeah, and and that's so what that yep. business, that tax money that they could have had otherwise is is now gone, for what? Exactly, oh. and I see that happening here. Yeah, and that's and well, trust me, man. I but it's but it's like it's 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 kind of ironic because I, f- I feel like I left that place, and they, and they say Colorado Springs is a, a business friendly place. Yeah, and now I'm here. I feel like in a worse place, like. All right, it seems like I have to do some change here. It seems yeah, like yeah. Uh, that's how I feel. It's like almost like a calling. Like I went from a better place. Now I'm in a worse place. Now 100%. I have to stay here. Now I have to do something. I 100%. love it. I love you know? it. Uh, and I'll be honest with you, this this podcast right here is one of the reasons. Well, probably the only reason. Well, next to next to having my kids switch schools again, that I don't want to leave the county. This that's about the only reason. If I left the county. I'd have trouble getting folks like yourself and, and, and whatnot out at a random, you know, Friday evening when we're doing a podcast. Um, and I wouldn't want my kids to switch schools. Other than that, I can't stand this this county anymore. You know, city of Gainesville, I'm glad I'm outside of it, but the county's not much better, you know. Um, well, and I uh, I work with uh, small businesses and local businesses. I actually work, um, I know you were on the sky uh, with Bob and, and Greg on Friday. I work for, for them, so I help small businesses grow and it is a fight when it's anything from uh attempting to build a a new structure um to, to grow at a lot of restaurants and bars with the pandemic um you see how oppressive uh that the city is and it would be one thing if there was evidence from cities who are locked down hey look our covid cases are minimal but that's not the case at all if anything uh in in many cases they're worse so why is it why are they trying to smush small business why can home depot be open but like tommy's hardware shop cannot it doesn't make any sense except for what you're you're getting into kind of smushing the little guy yeah exactly and it it seems I'm not trying to get into conspiracies or anything, but you're in the right place. <laughs> <laughs> but it seems like they're just working hand in hand, like big government 
and these big these big companies. It's like it, it seems would, like it would appear just, that way, wouldn't? <laughs> just saying. Hmm. So uh, you said you <laughs> were from uh, a family um, Democrat leaning, left leaning. How did they feel when you started kind of coming to your own conclusions? What did you get any type of pushback, or were they like, "Damn, I guess I never thought about it like that"? But what was that whole experience like? Yeah, so um, a lot of people have, <laughs> well, a lot of people have called me um, what, a race traitor. Mm. Have called me, have called me that. Yeah, don't know what that means exactly, <laughs> but um, I've, I've got that. But I've also changed a lot of people's mean. mind. Yeah, definitely. It, it sounds mean. Well, I did hear somebody say recently that if you didn't vote a certain way, that you weren't black. You so ain't there's black. that. Joe Biden. So there's that. You know, I mean, I, <laughs> I don't know if that's. Maybe that's what people mean. <laughs> no, that's definitely. Oh. What so you, you say you changed some people's minds? Yeah, I changed my. You know, I just I changed my cousin's my cousin's mind, which I was I was surprised. He's he's a very staunch guy in his beliefs and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So I was I was surprised, and I felt. Well, if I can change his mind, maybe there are many people that I can change. But and did you uh, did you yell and belittle him while you were changing his mind? No, I'm just curious. Or did no, you just talk rationally and common sense to him? Yeah, definitely. Mm. You know, most of my friends are are leftists. Mm. Er, er, pretty much every. Everybody. That's because you haven't yelled that. Thing. <laughs> 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 but most of the time, honestly, it, it, the yelling they, they yell at me, or you, you know, they don't want to listen to what I have to say. Mm. That's usually what ends up happening. It's almost like a double standard. <laughs> <laughs> but I try to be as <laughs> as calm as possible and as rational as possible. So, but, as a black guy, yeah, I would imagine that, you know. Going and here comes the rain. I do hear it. Um, kind of going on quote what is supposed to be the other side. You're not. You're you're supposed to be like this. You're supposed to be a liberal. You're supposed. To, what are you doing over there? That's got to really kind of sting because it's almost like they're sort of attacking your identity and who you are. Like, th th is am I right on that? Yes, definitely. But then um, but then I bring up some facts <laughs> towards them and then uh, facts. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come with your facts. I've got my feelings over here. <laughs> yeah, you know, I bring up some facts because some some people, especially when I when I became a Republican, I said that I was Republican leading. Um, I started bringing some facts out about the Democrats, you know, yeah. and about the Democrats' long history of slavery. And people do not want to hear about that at all. <laughs> they don't. I bet they, they do don't. not want to hear about that. <laughs> And when I start bringing there, uh, usually, oh. oh, stop talking! I don't want to hear <laughs> this crap. I, whatever. Where, where's the mute button? Yeah, yeah, you're gonna hurt some feelings. conspiracy theorists. Oh, and, man, we're gonna ban you from facts. Twitter. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a weird time, like just in general. I mean, this the 2020 has been crazy, you know. And uh, I, I, how is how has how have you gone through 2020 being a nurse? You know, being confronted with with everything that's going on racially in this country, all this, and 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 you come down and you you know what? I'm gonna get into politics because it seems like it's such a such a bastion for rational thought, like like politics. After everything you've gone through, what is what has led you? You you're gonna run. Are you gonna try to run? Well, I hope so. We're gonna get there. <laughs> we'll see on Monday what this verdict is gonna be, and then we're gonna go from there from my court hearing. But what is it? Why? Why would you want to get into it? Why do I want to get into well, it here? Why? Or politics in general? In general, here in general. Oh, well, I feel like. Are you crazy? What's going on? Yeah, I'm definitely a little, <laughs> a little, little bit crazy. But I feel I, 
I have I don't want the us to go completely left and lose all our American ideals, the you know our Constitution, everything. And I don't want to look back at that at that time. Should it ever get there, and think you didn't do anything, you didn't do anything. You just sat on your couch. You didn't do anything about it. Shit. <laughs> that makes me feel like I gotta get up and do something. I was just thinking that's exactly what I plan on doing for the rest of the day. <laughs> Damn it! But I just thought about it. You know, I just it just, it just felt like this overwhelming sense of guilt. Yeah. And I make I make YouTube videos myself about you know about spreading this this kind of conservative message or the American message, what I like to call the American message. Oh, yeah. I've seen I've seen a couple of your videos. Have you? And you know what's funny? I've got. One of those videos saved on my email mm-hmm. that says, reach out to this guy about coming on the podcast. And here you are. And here you are. I'm <laughs> Through a different avenue. <laughs> Damn it. So, so plug, we got to talk about stuff. those videos. Yeah, too. yeah. Listeners, are. where can they find it? Where, where, what, uh... Yeah, my, my, my YouTube channel is called Gather Apostrophe Round. Gather Space Apostrophe Round. You can probably find me by... One of my po- most popular video- videos is is called "Is Donald J. Trump a Racist?" Mm. and I analyze whether he's a racist or mm-hmm. not based on what the media says and what he actually says. That's the video that I saw of yours. That's oh, what, is it? That's what prompted me to say I got to get this guy in the show, and <clears throat> we will make sure to link to all your uh, to your YouTube channel in the show notes on the on the page and everything like that. So, and we'll probably post one on Facebook or something like that. So just make sure everybody knows where to find you. But um. How'd you get into doing that? Like, like, was that sort of the precursor to getting into politics? Was doing the doing the YouTube videos, doing the research, and yeah. So actually, that I, I started. Well, originally I wanted to start while I was in Colorado Springs. Mm-hmm. So after you know, I, I said that seed was kind of planted at at that commission meeting, and I was kind of reanalyzing my whole political views, and I didn't really want to. There was this, there was this kind of sense of fear. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like. It was kind of like feeling like you're on a boat, and and as the the more I learned, somebody was just just poking holes in the boat, and I felt like I was gonna drown. Mm-hmm. And I was ah. and I was just thinking, oh man, like where am I going? Cause cause now I'm like, am I starting to starting to you know side with the racists and the white supremacists? And that's how I started feeling like guilty. Right. Like really, I really started feeling like an overwhelming sense of guilt. So and, but was- everything started making sense. I'm like looking at YouTube. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just. I wanted to have an open mind and see really what the right. conservative, you know, Republican kind of message was. But that was. But that was a. That was a thought that was that was in your head, mm-hmm. based on media and things that you've been presented. Exactly. That that people who are on the right are just white supremacist, racist, bigot, asshole people that are just gonna transgender, all homophobic, that, Islamophobic, it's a long everything. List, yeah. That's yes. what people are. That's xenophobic. That's the narrative that was presented to you. And the reason I'm the reason I'm going back and highlighting that is because I think it's important to understand that we're not always who we are because we've we've arrived at these beliefs of our own volition. A lot of these beliefs and a lot of the things that people hold true and hold dear are are beliefs that they have because based on the based on the what they've been presented. You know, and and a lot of times when they're presented with alternative facts or whatever, they go, "Oh, well, no, 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 no." It, even even when it's just blatant truth that they're handed, it goes against their narrative because that's all they've ever seen. I've told the story again uh, a, a few times um, 
I may have said it on the show. I don't really care, but I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> uh, the, 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 the you ain't black Joe Biden thing, mm-hmm. when that happened, it was everywhere in my world. My media feed, everything I saw, it was all over the place. I watched a video of a gentleman who was, who was um, uh, there, was a, there was a group of Trump supporters, and they, they interviewed this guy on the street, and he was a Biden supporter. And, and they said, well, what about the, the you ain't black thing? And he said, well, what? he didn't say that. And here I am watching this video, hearing this guy say he didn't say that. I'm going, how, how can you stand there as a, as a person in this country, in this time, and say that that guy didn't say that? It's been everywhere. You think and, he didn't see it or he was a willful denial? He, he didn't see it. And then oh. he turned around and they showed it to him. And he was like, oh, my God, I had no idea. The... Mm. the the thing that I took away from that, though, was just how divided what people are are given, you know, for their 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 views, their uh, their media, what what they surround themselves with. You know, it's really crafted to their beliefs and to the yeah. you know, to the clicks that they make and mm-hmm. and everything. It's so crafted to that one person, and so. It's more important now than ever to do your own research, to not allow what you're fed coming in to, to, to just, you know, concretely make up everything that you, that you believe. You know, you really got to get out there and, and look into everything and question everything. Yes. Because if you don't, you're going to be one of those idiots that's going, no, <laughs> no, I'm not wearing 87 masks and I'm not doing, you know, like, like just... Well, if I can jump on that, because that is what one of the many reasons why it's so frightening what big tech is doing to uh, not wild random conspiracy theory, but just uh, conservative thought. Uh, they are, you know, banning politicians. Just uh, the uh, racists, Joe. Uh, they're all, just they're the all racists. racists and just, right, just the xenophobes. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and it's if you don't uh, allow. Uh, the transfer of thoughts and ideas then you will become locked in you will yeah. not challenge what you think you know because you're not presented with that everything mm-hmm. else and i'm sure that twitter and zuckerberg and jack at twitter all the, they know this and mm-hmm. that's why they're doing it i, yeah, I feel it's intentional oh, definitely I, I definitely think it is i don't really get why though like why give a shit I mean, these well, guys have millions and millions of dollars to do whatever the hell. They want. It's why control. not just? Why not I think just it's about power? Why yeah. not just sit there consolidating power? Sure. I think the big big tech and big government work hand in hand. See, and we wouldn't have the issues we have if government was limited in the first place. I'm gonna tell you what. If I ever develop something that was just a billion dollars, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make my billion dollars, <laughs> and then I'm gonna leave. And. You're not going to hear from me. I'm going to be on an it's, island it's like somewhere. like Jeff Bezos. Like, he's made, like, how many he hundreds of billions of he dollars? Left. He quit. And the people are asking, like, oh, why is he stepping down? It's like, man, I would work for a week. Yeah. One week with that payroll, and I would retire. Just, I wouldn't even care about the hundreds of billions of dollars. I would just be like, man, you, I just, the only I just reason, made a million dollars. I'm out. Peace. The only reason I'd keep working is to make sure my number was scrubbed from everybody's phone. Don't call me. Like, I'm gone. I'm out. Hey, I it. feel it's easy for us to say that here at the uh, bottom of the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> Once we got up there, we might have a different... Yeah, uh, I think when you get that amount of money at that point, when you have all the money you are, you already could want or need, 
You just start thinking, how can I get power? Because yeah. I already have all the money. Money, money no longer What's the next matters. goal? Yeah. There's no other goal. I have a trillion I dollars. Like. I don't want power, though. I don't want the responsibility. You're, you're going to have people calling and going, hey, man, can you help influence? No. 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 I'm on a beach. Shut up, Mitch. Like, just that's it. <laughs> Leave me Fucking alone. Mitch. <laughs> just back off. Don't Leave call me, me anymore, that's Mitch. <laughs> Damn it, Mitch. You were important when I was poor, but I don't like you anymore. Now you are an ant. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's that's where I'd be. But um, all right, okay. Let, let's. Uh, do you feel it's time to take should we the, should we talk about? Let's take the lid oh, off the box. What's the box? Is there something in the no, box? No, 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 no. What's in the box? I'm I'm saying <laughs> the reason that you are right now, Ty, are all over local media mm. is because of what you're going through. Trying to have your voice and, and be a part, uh, be able to be elected yeah. to the city commission. Yeah. Can you take us from, hey, that sounds like a good idea. I'm going to do it. And in your own words, walk us through. What yeah, happened. we just want to hear what you said, what you've been through, front to back. You know, I know, I know that there was a couple questions about uh, about um, when you decided to get in and all that stuff, timelines and all that jazz. So, just. Let's take it from the top. Let's let's go ahead and uh, you got talk the about floor. the elephant in the room, <laughs> if we shall. Yes. Does noon on the 29th actually mean noon on the 29th, or does that mean five o'clock? <laughs> <laughs> what's in that? What's in that? Well, I was gonna what, say. What, what you got over there? <laughs> she said that was a Red Bull. <laughs> it's a cherry bomb over here. Uh-huh. Jesus. Well, basically, what what happened? Um, I think it was. Thursday evening or Thursday morning, I I was going through my emails and I noticed um, an email from Tim Martin about, you know, getting on the city commission, getting my name in for the ballot. Deadline's Friday. This is like Thursday, maybe morning or afternoon. And for those who don't know, Tim Martin, he's Newberry City Commissioner, spearheading the Springs County movement, all that good stuff. Yes, yes. And I was reading the email. Now, had you expressed interest previously about about maybe, maybe a political run? No. No, not really. I had just... Tim so, just knows how to pick them. <laughs> well, was it like a mass email? <laughs> so, actually, I, I got Tim Martin's email through some other some other Republicans because um, be, even before then, I was around liberals so much that I was thinking, I never, I don't have any friends at all that have my same viewpoints. Everybody is on the left. So, I was trying to actually kind of socialize and talk mm-hmm. to people. And that's how I got Tim Martin's number and his email and then his email... Yep. You know, came to me. So I'm like reviewing my emails, going through my emails, and I, and I, I guess he had sent it days before, but I saw it like on Thursday. So I'm looking at it, and I was thinking, I was like, hmm, you know, should I, should I do this? And I, I t- this is about Thursday, yeah, Thursday afternoon or so, and I'm thinking, I'm talking to my wife, and I'm like, you know, maybe I should, I should, I should go ahead and do this because I don't want to be that guy that's always talking just you don't want to be the talk, guy who's talk. like you said sitting down on the sidelines exactly you, you know when it all comes down exactly. you want to know that you've been able to do something contribute so it was at that point i i, I think i called tim martin yeah i think i called him and i told him I, I expressed my interest that i wanted to you know run for city commission and he said all right you know i'm gonna i'm gonna help you out and but i told him i had to go to work that night yeah because <laughs> i work the night shifts and so um that morning, I was just kind of hit the ground running. I had to take my daughter to a, an appointment, so I had to, so I was a, I came at came to city hall about nine thirty. Mm-hmm. Got there at nine thirty, 
and I try to get I try to open the city hall doors. All of them are locked, and I'm peering inside. I don't see anybody inside. It looks dark. Now this was this was Thursday, is it? Or this is now Friday. I'm, Friday. Sorry. I'm sorry. This is now the next day. Okay. So Friday, nine thirty a.m. Yep. Friday morning, I get off of work. Okay. And then I go. Over doors are locked. Doors are locked. I'm looking inside. It's dark, and I'm about to leave because right. I'm like, what is going? I was like, I thought it was twelve o'clock. I mean, I could have sworn I because I had printed out some. I actually printed out some papers the night before to try to make my process easier because I knew I was short on time. Mm-hmm. So. I said, all right, so let me just print out some papers. And I had papers, some of the papers in hand, but I needed the rest of them from the city hall. It specifically says on the website that you need to pick up your qualifying packet from city hall. Mm-hmm. So I said, all right, so I go over there, print out as much as I can, want the process to go quick because I don't know how long this is going to sure. take. I've never done it before. So you went to city hall, got the documents. No, right. no, no. He's trying to. I'm, I'm trying to. I printed out some the night before okay. to make my process easier, but I think I needed about four more papers okay. from city hall. So I get there. I'm looking through the doors. And it's all it's dark. Nobody's there. I'm about to leave, and then the security guard opens opens the door, and he's like, "What do you want? Like, what do you are? He's like, "What do you need?" I said, "I'm trying to get on the ballot for city commissioner at large five, and he's just looking at me, and he's like, "Yeah, no, you're, the time is between 12 p.m. and 5 p.m." I was like, "Sure." I was, I was like, "Sure." I thought it was at 12 p.m. You know. And I thought I'd seen that the night before, so I was like, maybe I'm mistaken. I mean, obviously this guy knows he works. He works here. One one might think that. Ex- yeah, exactly. So I was like, he obviously works here. So and I was like, okay. And then he points to the sign, closes the door, and I just take a picture of the sign. Can't even see the sign. I don't know. And I and I couldn't. Yeah, you couldn't see the sign. I was like, maybe I'll blow it up when I get home, which I did. Couldn't see the sign anyway. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna come back between 12 p.m. and five. Come back. And now, mind you, I'm super tired because I've been up the whole time mm-hmm. from nighttime. So I was like, I'm just going to sleep a couple hours. I'll come back at one. Now I have four hours instead of two and a half hours. Sure. So I come back and there's another security guard that opens the door. Different guy. Different guy. Say, no. with, 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 bleh, was there a like a company uniform or anything like that where they dressed the same? Or Yeah, I believe they, they dressed the same. They were, they were both security guards. Were they like were they independent guys or were they like city guys? I don't I don't know. I've never actually been there, so I don't know who's. Well, now I know them. that they're independent guys. Okay, you know, but I didn't. I just see security open the door, you know. Right. But um, they open the door, or this guy opens the door, and he says the same thing. It's like, what do you need? And I say, I'm very trying to, welcoming. Yeah, I know, right? They both had a kind of an attitude about them. <laughs> Gotta get up out the chair, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> I had to pause my Netflix for this. <laughs> Dude, it, it reminds up. me from like Home Alone, like the when when the mom like calls like the police department to like go mm-hmm. check on Kevin McAllister, <laughs> and there's like the donut hanging off of the phone, <laughs> and he just does not Rose give a like shit. Two. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so yeah, he opens the door. That's me. What I need, and I tell him the same thing, and he's like, "Oh, you missed the deadline." And I'm so pissed. right then, <laughs> so now, right then, I'm very angry. In that moment, he says, "No, oh, you missed the deadline." What are uh, you thinking? What goes through your head? I said, uh, "Well, I said, no, 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 no. Your other, your last security guard. Were you was equally here. as polite to 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 him as he was to you? <laughs> no, I, I would just said it just like this. I was like, no, 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 no. The last guy. So I'm I'm really angry, but I'm trying trying to be very calm. Keep your composure. And um, I said, the last guy was here, and he told me to come between the hours of 12 and 5. Now, you're telling me that I missed the deadline. Something needs to give. We need to do something about this. And when was he saying the deadline was? 
This 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 security guard. Yeah. He's twelve. Twelve. Mm-hmm. So was it? Okay. So guy number one told him to come back after twelve. Guy number two says, "Nah, it was at 12. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, that makes sense. So he gets the city clerk, gets the gets the attorney, and or I'm sorry, he just gets the city clerk. Do they let you in at least, or? Well, I know, not I know, at first. Now I know some he people closes would, the door and then go, goes and talks to them, and then he comes back and opens the door. Now I know some people had said, "Oh, they didn't. He couldn't go in." People saw the picture that 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 uh, accompanied the article or whatever. You reaching out to open the door, and they said, "Oh, well, he's not wearing a mask." Oh yeah, that, that's not, that was actually after the fact. I actually the, was wearing a mask when the, I came there both times. Well, that's not the actual picture, and and, and the people that didn't understand that, I think, need to. Yes, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm that's glad got you fuck all to do with nothing. Yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. glad you brought that up. And usually, every place I've been to, they have masks. Yeah, like everybody will offer you one. Believe yeah. it, <laughs> they yeah. will offer you a mask. So, but I actually, both times I came there, I had an N95 mask. So you had your mask on. Yeah, you. I had it on me, not in my hand. I had it physically on my. And face. the second time when you showed up, was the door locked as well? Yes, the door so was locked. Why? In, that's one. That's my number one. Why in the hell is the door locked at City Hall? Do they all just keep doors. it locked? All the time? Apparently they do. From other people I've talked to, that's that's what they do. Hmm. So it seems the, very unusual. They got the city clerk, you said, on the phone. No. In person. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Yes. Oh wow. They get her in person. And you're outside. And I I'm outside and then he comes back, he opens the door. I I come in I come in and there's another guy with her and uh, I don't know who he is. But he he basically reaffirms that the deadline was at twelve, and I said your security guard told me between twelve p.m. and five p.m. Mm-hmm. If if I would have known that, I would I would have just qualified at nine thirty. I was here at nine thirty. Right. And um, so she was like, well, just you know, just wait, you know, uh, let me just talk to the attorney. We'll see if we could figure something out. Or right. I'm just curious why the hell it wouldn't be the entire day, like open to close. Like, shouldn't that be when the when the open time is, you know, when they, when they're open, like I don't get it. That's weird. So yeah. So after that, the, she gets the she gets the attorney. I'm talking to everybody, telling them of course <laughs> about this. Talking yeah. to Tim Martin, um, and I'm talking to a co- couple other people, and I try to get a packet from her because because they, they're telling they're instructing me just get a packet anyway, see if they'll let yeah. you fill it out or anything. Because the right thing to do would be to just fill it out and then accept it because they obviously screwed you over and you know at the front door their 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 guy didn't know what the hell he was talking about. Exactly. So. And the, so the, the city clerk said, no, you know, wait a minute, um, let me talk to the attorney first. Mm. Let me talk mm. to the attorney. So I said, all right. So then I then I come into this section into their lobby, and I'm waiting on them. She's going back and forth. I guess talking to the attorney, talking to somebody else. I don't really know, but they come back to me. The, the city attorney comes up and and I tell him that I was here at nine thirty. I show him a picture. You can't see the sign, right? I was here at nine thirty. I got a timestamp on my phone that I was here at nine thirty. Ooh, that's a good point. Yeah. And they tell me, yeah, we we believe you. We have cameras. I mean, we, mm-hmm. we you know we're we're taking you. We don't have to look at the cameras. We we believe you're telling the truth. Okay. But um. There's really nothing we can do. It was like, dude, well, do you have your packet right now? I was like, well, no, well, I only have some papers. I have like three papers, but I need the rest of the papers from you. He's like, yeah, well, maybe if you had the rest of the packet, we would be able to submit it. Okay. Well, maybe if your guy let me in when I showed up <laughs> on time, I would have that. Which, which what, what? you obviously know that I was here on time. Okay. But it was it was ironic, a bit ironic to me because he's, he's telling me if I had the packet, Maybe he could do something, but I need the packet from them. Right, right, right. So I was completely bewildered. I was like, is this a joke? 
you're telling me that I <laughs> you could maybe accept the packet, but I need the packet from you in order to submit the packet. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I was like, is this a trick? So at this Jesus. point, you know, he tells me he can't. Where's can't. Ashton Kutcher? <laughs> am, I, am I getting punked right now? <laughs> and uh, ironically, they reaffirmed that same exact position in court that, you know, maybe maybe if he didn't, he didn't try hard enough. Mm-hmm. Maybe if he had the packet. But I need the packet from you. So, so like, how did that meeting end on Friday? Because you're physically there. How did you depart? Like, like how? Did, what was the final? He's he's basically like, yeah, I can't, I can't. I mean, I'm sorry. I know, I believe you. You're telling the truth, but can't really do anything for you. Uh huh. So mm-hmm. I'm like, really? He's like, nah. I mean, I I can't. Mm-hmm. I so what what it steps? So it did, seemed did like. Take, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. So it seemed like at that point. Because he was telling me a bit of election law and stuff like that, and this is like the deadline. And it seemed, from my impression, that so he, what, Democrats, sorry, following election law deadlines. Okay, that's. <laughs> sorry. There sorry, you go. go ahead. There you go. Oh, go ahead. <clears throat> so. I just wanted to make that note. <laughs> wanted to make that point. It, uh, go ahead. It seemed to me that they were almost. They didn't want to go. What's the word? They didn't. They didn't know whether or not they can override this right. and be legally justified. Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand when somebody says, "Hey, this is the law," and we, yeah, this is the law. Like, I understand. If, so if I understood that, if the people behind the counter are really sitting there going, "Look, it's the law. I'm legally not allowed to give you this paperwork after this certain time," I understand that. But obviously, there's a reason that this should be overruled you know and, and you should be allowed to to get on the ballot because they screwed up you know exactly. we, it, I mean, that's just 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 so you so you left in there this situation and you were like okay bye or were you like you're gonna hear from me like how did how did the no i didn't go? say i would never say that i wouldn't say that then because i think Wag i would your ruin, finger. ruin my <laughs> position and give people and like lower give your sunglasses <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think i'll give people a heads up of my intentions so i'm not that type of person but um, it seemed like to me, my impression was that he wanted maybe a judge to say something and maybe let it, mm-hmm. let it go. But uh-huh. he kind of needed that, pres- you know, permission. That's what that's what my impression kind of was. Right. Because I can understand kind of being in that position because if you go over that deadline and then people know, then you're then you're breaking the law. It's kind of a tough situation, even mm-hmm. you, you know. So I I kind of understood that a bit. So it seemed like they were. At that moment, it seemed like they were trying. They wanted to help, but their hands were kind of tied. Sure. Mm-hmm. That was the impression I got, and that was in front of the city clerk and the attorney and one other woman who I didn't who I didn't know um, who she was. So then I I said, all right. So then I left, and then I told people about it, and they said, this is crazy. You have to get a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. So and that's when that's how I, you know I subsequently filed a lawsuit against. The city and everybody. And how fast are they are they working on expediting that? I mean, you, you said has it already been to court yet? Or yes, we okay. had a we had a hearing. I believe that was on Thursday. Okay, this, this past Thursday, and we didn't get a verdict. It could have came. It could have came Friday, but now we're waiting until Monday. Did they give any like reason Monday. that they were going to drag out the judicial process and not just do the right thing in a matter of two minutes last week? No. <laughs> okay. Just, just wondering. Just wondering. Let's drag it out. You know. So, but I think when they, when they were in court, 
Yeah, I was I was really surprised that they took a position in the in the case instead of kind of being hands off. Yeah. And now to me it seems a bit like there's some nefarious motives behind yep. the city. Mm-hmm. So that was I don't think surprise should be the right word. Well, <laughs> I I would I would guess this is an educated guess that now they kind of know who you're associated with, right? Tim Martin, they, Remy Eagle Glenn is your attorney. We know her. She's she's ran run for government recently, so they kind of know that. Oh, he's on the other side, mm-hmm. and so yeah, I could see them uh, attempting to slow the process down. So I also suspected that as well. Yeah, and I did see uh, a clip from her from Remy uh, Eagle Glenn. Apparently, there was another town who had a situation similar to this. They went ahead, denied that person getting on the ballot, had the election, and then had to do the entire election over again at a cost to those taxpayers. Do you, what do you know about that? Um, I know. I think I believe that case had to do with a bounce check. I believe that's what what occurred. The the candidate did everything he's supposed to do, but his check bounced. Ah, and I believe that's what happened. And they didn't have. I think their deadline um, didn't extend long enough for. If in that situation for a check to bounce to occur, I think that's something along those lines. I understand that. Yeah, because I, I did see that clip. So Monday, that's the 15th President's Day. You're going to get a verdict on this one way or the other. Ooh, I didn't it's, think it was President's Day. Oh, it's probably going to be yeah. Tuesday. So it might be Tuesday. Couldn't have Next anybody working on President's Day yeah. except. Or maybe she will. I don't know. Me and everybody I know. I don't know. I really want to see. I'm interested in seeing the. You, it, I'm interested in seeing the verdict and of the course. complete explanation of it and everything like that. But How do you think it comes if, down? Where do you think it goes? Do you think they say, all right, listen, let's just do the right thing. I, let's I, let them on. Or, you never or, know. Or are, you, or are you running for mayor next term? Like, let's 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 go for the big guns. What's the oh, deal? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I would definitely. I'm, I'm relentless. If, if they if they allow me on the on the ballot. <laughs> I'm gonna be on a whole other level. Yeah, you know I'm I can't really wait. I'm so excited. <laughs> and uh, like I say, it. I'm not gonna ex- expose my <laughs> exact intentions, but I want to. I want to put. Um, I want to see some serious change in in this oh, city. Yeah. So now you think is this just the beginning for you politically? Like obviously, let's let's. I mean, they, let's say they turn around and say, "Nope, sorry, bye. N- maybe next time." Well, I'm, uh, I'm, a, I'm gonna keep fighting. Are you gonna? Are you figuratively? You're gonna come back. Yeah, figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> make sure. Uh, I like make sure the, to I, underscore I that. <laughs> I like the look on his face when he said it. Then all of a sudden, like, he just like <laughs> pop back. Figuratively. <laughs> yep. He's a right wing extremist talking about fighting. <laughs> That was Joe Herschel speaking right there. Just so you guys know. Um, Here comes the drone strike now. So are if if they turn around and say just not happening, you know, um, are you gonna get? Are you gonna run down the road like this is gonna be a goal now? Like yes, absolutely. Yeah. We need some different voices in our government. Like a dire. That's, a, that's an understatement. <laughs> a dire need of uh, different voices in our in our government, and I don't feel the government really functions well without different voices. Yeah. I want every everybody should be at the table. You know, every 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 party there is really that's how I would like it to Agreed. be. Agreed. Agreed. The, the more the merrier. Exactly. You may and we should be able to debate and talk about issues, but and it seems like in society today there is no 
real debate. <laughs> people as, just don't want to listen, and they think they're just right. As everybody knows, I'm a huge TikTok fan. I love it. Do you I'm, really? I'm addicted. I'll, I will. I will waste hours of my life on TikTok. <laughs> it's it's sick. Uh, <laughs> but there's there's recently there's been this uh, there's there's been a guy who's jumped up in in, in popularity on there. Um, what he does is he he's a college professor. And he just goes out on campus and he just talks Who is common sense. Do you know his name? Couldn't tell you off the top of my head. Oh, okay. But uh, he, he just engages with students just at random. And there was a, there was a young lady who, who asked him, like, oh, why are you doing this? And, you know, why do you stand here and belittle your students? And he said, I'm not belittling anybody. I'm, we're just when, – when, when this person has an idea opposed to mine, we, we are supposed to – exchange thoughts and ideas and and you know i'm gonna hold him accountable for his views he's gonna hold me accountable for my views you know it, but it's a respectful you know exchange of thoughts and ideas that's the way it should be you know regardless of, of your ideas regardless of what the hell you're th- it should be a respectful and thoughtful exchange of those ideas nonetheless I think you're wrong. That's all that I'm saying. <laughs> you fight, go to hell. Fight, 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 fight. <laughs> that's what's up. Is it Jordan Peterson by chance? <laughs> no, it's not Jordan oh, okay. Peterson, but he's he's definitely a hero of mine, man. I love that guy. This I I'll, I'll find him for you before you go. They were uh, one of the people that kind of persuaded me to change my th- thinking. Uh, oh, Jordan Peterson. Oh, of course. Ben Shapiro. Of course, man. Of course. I listen to all those guys. You know, I mean, and so many times people listen to it and they and and somehow. They managed to say that oh it's 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 hate speech or white supremacy this or white you know it, it's it's not it's just common sense in in twenty years ago it wouldn't have been controversial at all what these guys are saying mm-hmm. people would look at them yeah it's common sense you know right not everybody's racist not everybody's and Jesus, that's another imagine thing that, that. Me, imagine that that made me change my mind about things is. Is the media and people around me just making everything a race thing? Yeah, every every single everything thing. everything. I'm like, is there anything that's not racist? Not today, or? not today, <laughs> not today. And and that's that's sad yeah. to me. Yes, it's it like it's really like is. ridiculous. It's like the the race card is pulled at every. There's no limit. Nothing. And that, that's what's really that's what kind of bears on you now, especially for me that I'm just kind of like. I just I just hate hearing about mm-hmm. race, 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 race. Mm-hmm. It's so annoying. It's yeah. Like, I really hate it. <laughs> yep. Yep. So I know you said you kind of wanted to keep some of your uh, your goals close to the, the chest, which is understandable because you're not technically running just yet. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> could you go into like one or two or even three like issues that are important to you that you yeah. are comfortable talking about mm-hmm. that you would like to that should you get on city government? now or in the future that you will uh, make positive change for? Yeah, so I definitely want to protect our small businesses. That's without a doubt. Love and, it. I, and, I, and I got to experience that firsthand. Yeah. Um, so anything, any legislation that supports small businesses, I'm, I'm, all, I'm totally for. Right I'm, I'm, I'm a hard, I'm, I'm staunch on the whole limited government thing, like power, more power to the people to run their own lives. We don't need daddy government hey, trying man. to tell Tell us what to do. We're all adults. Mm-hmm. And preach, it man, seems preach. like this the government today is well, yeah, the government today is 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 focused on trying to make us dependent. 
trying yes, to make us dependent. Yeah. Like you just take like the stimulus check, for example. It's like they're giving us money. I'd rather yeah. I'd rather <laughs> just cut my taxes and let me work. Right. I don't need you. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'd rather want. Yep. So that's 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 going to be the basis of. It's the craziest thing ever, too. They just keep putting money in your account. And I'm not sending it back. Don't, no. get, me, don't get me wrong. And that's the weird thing. It's like there's literally nothing you can do. So you wake up and there's like, oh, man, you got a couple extra thousand dollars. That's it, This is the wildest time to be alive. <sighs> so get, so, so what, else, what else do you have? What else do you have uh, as far as... As far as issues, because I'm, I'm with Joe. Like, uh, I want to know. Uh, mm-hmm. You get it there on My, the city commission. You know, what are, what are you going to do for uh, what are you going to do for the little guy? What you, uh, am I going to get a stimulus check? Uh, yeah, is, absolutely, is absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you, I, I really, I, I really want to try to change our culture in a way. I mean, I know I can't do it by myself. It's a collective effort. Mm-hmm. But I want to change our culture in a way where we we look into ourselves instead of looking to somewhere else all the time, looking yeah. to the government to fix our problems. Is that every time there's an issue, everybody seems to think that someone else needs to fix it. Yep. Every time. Every single time. Personal and responsibility. Personal responsibility. And these and these are the things I've learned in my bad choices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I've it's had a, to learn. That's the amazing thing though, is that real life experience yeah. Has has brought you to where you are, is, is, and, and exactly, and that's actually that's kind of how my YouTube channel started. It was really originally about that, yeah. about these life lessons that people don't see that's happening to them. Mm-hmm. That you know, so a lot of people, we all have life lessons. Everybody has it, but some people don't see it, and some people do. Yeah. So it's about it was originally about learning from that, and then I kind of changed it more into political side. But I still have, I still have those. Uh, like I talked about, one of one of my YouTube videos was about father and a fatherless child, mm-hmm. and basically in that video, because I didn't really have my father growing up, where I, instead I actually Same. talked about yeah yep, yeah we c- can relate, and I I actually talked about you have to be that father for yourself, be the man that you never had, mm-hmm. and through that you'll actually because I was I has there was years. And especially, I said it before, like I was just fighting in high school, getting suspended, skipping school, and I was just so angry at the world, at everybody, and I figured that I needed to really look into myself, and I needed to eventually, I needed at some point to stop blaming my my dad for my anger, yep, and actually start blaming myself. So I, 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 there was a point where I actually took responsibility for myself. I said, you don't know, have to be that man that he, you know. He wasn't for me. That he should have been. And exactly. And that people around me failed to be. I have to be that guy. Look, nobody's going to help you, yeah. Ty. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Nobody's going to help you, man. Yep. You're going to have to do this yourself. Yep. We joined forces and wrote a song called Father. That's a great one. One of our hits. We'll play it for it, you one day. It, it was definitely a hit. <laughs> 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 but yeah, it was It was about just like kind of what you're getting into is, yeah. uh, you know, no, I, I don't need you. Like you weren't there for me, so I'm not going to be here for you. And that is the theme that goes back through music. John Lennon's got the first track on his solo album oh, yeah. called Mother, where he goes into his childhood abandonment issues. His father left him. His mother was killed when he was young. He lived with his aunt. Um, so That's a thing. Cobain, yeah. you know, Serve the Servants, he goes into that. Um, Jim Morrison, The Doors. Yeah, his father that, was there. But so the, that, that's you know. an internal struggle that bears fruit. And it can be positive, like what you're talking about, standing up, taking charge, 
Or, you know, it, it does consume a lot of people. Aaron Hernandez here in Gainesville, mm-hmm. you know, one of the, the drivers of him kind of going off the rails was his dad dying early. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it does affect everyone. That sort of, that, it, uh, watching that documentary that he did, that sort of seemed to be the, uh, the, 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 the linchpin. Once his father died, he was like, all right, I'm just going to start murdering people now. The kite string popped and yep. he was off. Yeah. yeah. And I started realizing, I don't know if you guys ever heard of, um, was it? I don't know if it was Ted Bundy. It was another famous serial killer, <laughs> but he actually talked about how he hated his mother so much, and that actually was the driving force behind him killing women. That might be Ed Gein. Ed you're Gein. talking about Ed Gein. Yes, Ed they, Gein. the uh, dead skin mask. He also is uh, Leatherface. Leatherface. Yep. Oh, really? Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Gein is one of the inspirations also for. Silence of the Lambs, if I'm remembering correctly. Is that right? That is right. Slayer wrote a song called Dead Skin Mask on their 1990 album, Seasons in the Abyss, about Ed Gein, and it's fucking awesome. I don't know how he remembers. I know. It's It's incredible. It's incredible. Dude, I'm I'm pretty sure like every time I talk to Joe, there's always like one thing that he brings up is just like, you're going to learn some new facts. How the hell do you know that? (laughs) That, that, That's a a badass album. And and with so much specific (laughs) accuracy. Track number five. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Yes, that's Ed Gein and uh, he dug up people and wore their mask, and he did kill a couple people, but primarily yep. a grave robber and uh, made instruments and furniture and clothing out of skin and skulls. So I'm glad you did not go that route. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? It'd be a totally different interview, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> but I bet you'd be an interesting one nonetheless. <laughs> I'm not open to it. If anybody's in prison listening, let me know. Is that a belt made send, out of nipples? I'll send Matt over <laughs> to... Why are you just send me? Oh I'm God. just saying. I'm a little leery. I don't want to go to a prison. I might be, I'm nervous. I'm scared. I'm fragile, man. I'm, I'm, I'm not a big dude. I get uncomfortable when I see a cop in the grocery store. <laughs> I'm not going to go to a prison. <laughs> well, you'd, feel, you'd fare better than me. That's all I'm saying. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I hope I never have to. Know, you, know what I mean? <laughs> you know, honestly, that's like base, like I would actually go with Joe. I think Joe would be all right. How like? I mean, you got the tattoos, you got the muscles. Watch out, prisoners! <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think about the Trump acquittal? N- hey, it, not surprising not at all. Yeah, you yeah. could have bet this. This was a temper tantrum. It, it what it is is it shows how fearful Democrats are of Trump. Personally, I, I respect a lot of what Trump brought to the table. I think mm-hmm. he he widened the umbrella, brought a lot of people into the party, made a lot of significant uh, forward momentum. But I am ready for uh, the baton to be passed. So I don't know that I'm necessarily looking for him in 2024. Yeah. But golly, are the Democrats that they are shivering under their covers. Fearful of the big bad orange man coming back in 2024, <laughs> and that's why that's why they went through this. And it's very telling. He incited the rioters. Really? Well, how come they never play the clip of his speech in which he allegedly inspired these? They never play it. Do you want you want to know why? Because it doesn't exist. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't happen. So, and if it did, clearly that's all you would fucking hear. It would be relentless. True. It, my phone would be blown up. Go to the Capitol, or whatever they they would say that he said. Look at that squirrel right there. <laughs> I know that was like 
<laughs> Does that usually happen? No, it never does. <laughs> I saw you guys keep on looking over there, and I'm like, why are they staring at my head? <laughs> no, I, I feel the same way, though, man. I, I do. The uh, I think it was all theater. Um, my, I mean, I've, I've talked a lot about some theories. I'm not going to call them conspiracy theories, but some <laughs> theories. You know, I've said that uh, I think... I think they had to go through the impeachment thing to appease a base. You know, it's all about optics. It's, it's we're going to do this. And then the sell is, but the big bad Republicans, despite the fact that we hold the majority in, you know, both houses, or, you know, House and Senate, all stuff, the big bad scary Republicans still just won't let. They won't let us convict him. Look at look at how terrible they are. They're so racist. That's that's the sell. That's that's why they have to go through with it. How do you, you know, feel about the second Trump? In my acquittal? opinion, um, yeah, I think it was gonna it was bound to happen. Yeah. I would I would have been upset if it, it did it did happen. Yeah, I was actually <laughs> I was actually um. I watched it. I watched his speech. I oh, watched you the were whole the whole thing. You were the one. <laughs> I watched the whole thing, and I. I oh, the, wait, I, you're saying the Trump speech you watched? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Although uh, this Trump speech that you know supposedly point, incited the riot. Which point were you incited personally? Because I also <laughs> watched it, and everybody's been saying that it that he incited a riot when during the speech. So I'm curious, when during that speech were you personally incited? Because I never I never got that vibe personally. Right at, um, around the point of never. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well. Yeah, I, you know, they, a lot of people ignore the fact that he said peacefully and peacefully patriotically, and patriotically protest. Yeah, and then these leftist thought police are like, "That's not what he meant." It yeah. was a dog whistle. It was a dog. You don't whistle. understand. And I think if he would have been convicted, that would have been a lot worse because it, it it even shows more evident where this country is is going. Where there's yeah. is there no such thing as figure speech yeah. anymore. Because if I'm not, talking not to with a- Trump, not with Trump, nothing, and 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 that's that that is a hundred percent a true thing. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, there was countless. To, I I have I have sort of a test when I when I speak politics when I speak with people about politics, I'll ask them a couple questions. You know, how do you feel about this or that? And if you and if you say, oh no, I he totally said you need to drink bleach. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Clearly, I, I know where we're playing, <laughs> and I'm not. I'm not. I'm not getting into Let's that. See where he, this is going. He said, "Injected like, into your veins." Because I do believe, like, if if you're not, if when you come to me and you say, "Oh yeah, he clearly said inject the UV light," and and okay, <laughs> I don't want to talk to you because you are one of those folks that just gets all of your info from Twitter. Facebook and all that stuff. You and clearly memes. have not watched entire videos. You clearly don't do anything outside of just regurgitate the bullshit that you're spoon fed. And I can't stand that. So I don't. I just. I'm not going to bother. I'm not going to waste my time. And you won't believe. I talked. <laughs> I've talked to the leftists just this what past week or la- two weeks ago, and everybody's saying Trump needs to get impeached. He needs to get impeached. And I say, I'm like, I just ask some question. Why? Just why? That's why? all. Well, you know, because he incited a riot. What did he say? Which part? Yeah, wh- which part? Where? You know, he said, go over to the Capitol. Okay. Well, okay, is there another part? Um, yeah. He said, fight. Fight like hell. Okay. All right. Did you listen to the whole speech? Yeah. Nope. Nope. What if I showed you that he said peacefully and patriotically protest? He didn't say that. 
You know, what if I showed you right now? Would it change your mind? Nope. Mm-mm. Absolutely nope. not. And so, why, why so you don't care that? about facts. And why is that? Why He like, doesn't care about facts. He's I, a liar. If, what if, about this? What about that? If what I, if I, they're going to the whataboutisms. Yeah, yeah. If, I said, if the, I said, I'm going to murder you at PlayStation 4. I don't know. At the arcade. Yeah, I'm going to murder that. You. But if you just stop it at I'm going to murder you. That's a different sentence. Exactly. I'm going to murder you with hugs and kisses. Exactly. (laughs) If you just stop it halfway through, that's a totally different problem. That's we're going to you know, there's court cases that can be involved over that. But if you say I'm going to murder you with hugs and kisses, that's not so bad. One of my favorite funniest things. This is a clip that you guys out there listening got to find on YouTube. Uh, There was a guy who got arrested at a Home Depot. Because he went into the bathroom and said that he was going to, quote, bomb this place. Yeah. So people left the bathroom and went and told employees who alerted authorities. And, of course, the guy meant he was going to... Back he, he big was going to drop a out of the garage, blow up the can. Yeah. Context no longer matters. No, yeah. I'm, like, I'm about to bomb this place. Dude, if I heard somebody say that walking into a stall, I would be laughing so hard, I would probably shit myself. <laughs> Story time. I'm in Speaking Orlando. Of shitting yourself. I'm in Orlando. I'm at a Golden Corral. Oh, I already like where this yep. is going. Yeah, well, <laughs> let me get comfortable. I'm in a. I'm. I'm. I've. I've already eaten. I've finished my meal like ten minutes prior, so I'm already in the can. I'm already in a stall at this point, um, and I'm sitting there conducting business in a bathroom all by myself. And I hear the door open, and there's a song playing overhead. It's "Tainted Love." Dun 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 doos. You know, everybody knows it. Sometimes I feel I've got to run away. I've got to. Everybody knows. So we're all caught everybody. up. We're all up to speed now. I'm sitting there. I look. I look through the the little. You know, the gap in the door that is there for no good damn reason. Like, could it be a little smaller, perhaps? But. I look through the gap. I see this very large black man, and he comes walking in, and he sits down in the stall next to me, and the music is playing, bomb, 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 <laughs> overhead, and this man sits down, and I hear, as he, you know, like, <laughs> oh, like, he, oh, like oh, I finally made it to the can. We all know that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> we know what that. happens next oh, was just this sounds... I just, you know, you know the sounds that that came out. I can, I'm sure everybody can imagine and invent your own. And, and I'm not very imaginative. Can you? Uh, it, it, I mean, it was it was an explosion of sorts. All right. Okay. He set off a bomb. He set off a bomb <laughs> in the Golden Corral. I in 911 never showed up, but uh, so that happened. And you know, I, I mean, I don't know how long it was. It was long enough. That the chorus of the song started to hit. I remember that <laughs> in my PTSD. I'm remembering that the chorus of the song started to hit. And then after what he was doing next to me was over, he uttered the words, Tainted love. <laughs> Is this really time for karaoke, man? Like, after what you just did, you clearly murdered somebody in there. Oh man, Golden Corral. It was that, a weird is, time. 
That is, if if you if, you, if there's something inside of you that you need to get out, Golden Corral. Golden Corral. Golden that's Corral. the that's the we'll land of bad out. decisions itself, right there. We should get them to sponsor us. Oh, oh Ty, welcome to the porch, man. <laughs> Oh. A waterfall of bad news. Oh man, some human <laughs> soft serve. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh god, human soft serve. <laughs> the images. Thank oh you. my god. Thank There's not even know. any booze involved in this. No, this is just no, this, is, this is straight <laughs> sobriety, kids. <laughs> I think we need the booze now. <laughs> We've got plenty of that. It is. Uh, it is it's officially afternoon. I suppose we're not totally for a drink. total alcoholics. If we do it now, but I can't because. Of all the uh, medicine I'm taking, so. Oh, you could, Nick. I'm don't don't let a- the government tell you what you can <laughs> and cannot do. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we just been talking Reno! about that for the past hour and a half? Yeah. Like, yeah. who told you you can't? I, oh, you're right. You're right. I mean, it, he was a medical professional. I don't know that he was. <laughs> I mean, he could have been employed by the government, I suppose. He was probably a liberal. He was <laughs> <laughs> putting a chip in you. Track you. Oh. Did you guys we should have brought we should have brought David Bora on. That's what we should have no. done. Should have brought him on. <laughs> Talking about chips. Conspiracy theorist. He's our he's our resident uh, conspiracy expert. Is he he's, really? al- he's always fun to have on. So <laughs> um, Did you guys get the vaccine? No. 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 Wow, it's quick. No. Did you get the vaccine? No, I did not, no. I I come down on the vaccine like like if if, if there comes a point in time where uh Somebody is going to hold me down and force it in my arm. I suppose I'll take it. Um, until that point, uh, I'm just kind of like, I, I want to let I everybody wanna, else take it. Yeah, first. yeah. Let's let's see how things are. You know, if you if if I was in a category where I was prone to, yeah. to get it, maybe I would consider. But right now, I'm just going to kind of let let's see what happens to the herd first. Yep. If they're okay a few months down the road, mm-hmm. then, uh, then we can If talk. that microchip doesn't cause them any problems, yeah. then maybe I'll think about <laughs> it. But right now, I'm I'm a wee bit skeptical. Yeah, I'm just... I. What are you skeptical about? Do you know? No. I... Oh. I, 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 I well, when I see, um, you know, the, some of the history that we have, like, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the, the Tuskegee, where they were injecting... African Americans mm-hmm. and making them sterile, and uh, what was happening recently with uh, some of the migrants? Like there is a history of government entities injecting medicine into civilians with bad outcomes, and I'm not saying that that is what is mm-hmm. happening now. I don't, I, in my gut, and I don't know why I feel this way. I just do. I don't feel there's any malice in the vaccines that are out i feel that these medical professionals truly believe that the these vaccines are beneficial and i'm i'm let's let's wait and see what happens sometimes medical professionals with the best of intentions uh you know mistakes can happen turning to frankenstein if if i were you know obese that happened to if, me I, a long if, time I, ago. if i were elderly if i had pre-existing uh, conditions yep. I'd probably be like, you know, lining up at the CVS or wherever. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't. I wash my hands. I do wear a mask. I have no problem wearing a mask. Yep. I'm, I'm up on all that stuff. So I'm just not in a hurry to get it. Not saying that I won't. Just saying I won't right now. Yeah. That's pretty much where I come down on it. It's, if you need it, if you're concerned, if you've got, you know, if you're one of these folks that we have talked about shutting the entire world down to protect, yes. Go get it. I'll, I'll, I will be, I'll get it. 
but I'll be last. That's my thing. Let everybody else get it. I'm not afraid to get it. I, you know, if if we've all taken it, we're all doomed to the same fate. Like it is what it is. You know, who am I to be the outsider? I guess I'm pretty sure that my work <laughs> at some point is going to make it mandatory. Yeah, because you oh, work at the yeah. hospital a lot, and, and you you work with yeah. you know. I mean, you're working in the nursing home and everything. Have, have you been? They offer it to us for free. Yeah, but why didn't you get it? I'm kind of skeptical myself. Yeah, honestly. Um, and I, I've been I've been around COVID patients, haven't got COVID at all, mm-hmm. and I'm, I don't I don't think I will personally. Yeah. I mean, I guess I could, but I just don't feel I will, and I'm I'm not necessary. I'm not particularly scared yeah. of it. Yeah, you know, I feel like I'm actually more skeptical of the vaccine itself than actual disease. I was or the virus personally. I was I was sick really really bad like. 20 years ago maybe even long, long shit like yeah 20 plus years ago and i mean it was one of those things where i thought i was dying i was in sick sick in bed for like a week or so ever since then i've never had more than just like a down in the dumps you know kind of you know a stomach bug for a day or something like that but never had any flus or anything like that since then. and i don't even know what the hell it was because i didn't go to a doctor or anything like that i literally laid in bed for five days while my family was on vacation and just sweated it out at like 16 years old. Luckily, it happened to me when I was a kid because if it happened now, I'd be a whiny bitch about it. But um, <laughs> That's what I was going to say. According to my wife, I'm sure. But uh, I you know, just gritted it out. And like I said, ever since then, never, never more than, you know, a cough or, you know, some minor discomfort here and there. So... The last time I got the flu is because I got the flu shot. Right. And I felt like I was going to die. Yeah. Like, I had already accepted my fate. That's what I'm saying. I had filled out my will. My brother was going to get my Xbox. (laughs) You were going to give your brother your Xbox? Yeah. You dick. Who else was I going to give it to? Carl? No. Carl does not get my Xbox. (laughs) Hear that, Carl? (laughs) No, that was going to Monkey. Oh, okay. Makes sense. Carl's listening like, fuck. <laughs> Carl's so not listening. Or, Carl's not. Carl's not listening. Or I guarantee we would have heard from Carl at some point by now. No, you wouldn't. I, I, I don't know. I think we would have. I don't think Carl would know how to turn on a podcast. Oh, oh. he he probably thinks that podcast is like some weird word in like Italian or something. Mm. Podcast. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> he wouldn't even know how to pronounce that. The podcast. Like, <laughs> oh, I love we start speaking like Mario and Luigi. Yeah. Just. You know, hey. oh, the princess, <laughs> the pizza, <laughs> the pizza. Clean the pipes. Uh. What's scary though is that Carl's a lot bigger than me, so if he does end up listening to this, well, then you're our only defense. So I guess you, that's on you. Yeah, I'm actually really good at disappearing. Oh well, you better you know <laughs> if, he, if he shows up, you better disappear with him. Yeah. Well, that's one of the cool things about working at the hospital is that that place is so freaking huge mm-hmm. and it's been there for so long. I know some really good hiding spots yeah. where I could live there <laughs> and nobody would ever even know I'm in there. Prove it. That would have been better I would than, love than to. your $10 a Should month we go situation. On a field trip? <laughs> See? That, that would have worked out better than your $10 BNB. This is true. This is true. In yeah. The <laughs> there, there's some really ever, cool places. Ever in that like, situation again. It, it matched like, your guy. If you, yeah, you get down in the like the basement, like well, underneath don't give it the away. hospital. <laughs> Why are like, you hanging out in the basement of a hospital? Matt, though. you should totally Airbnb the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Set up a cot. That's a great idea. Yes. Uh, 
genius. <laughs> no, I mean you can. Somebody will do it. You can market it. You can mar- You can probably make some cash off that. Do I? I guarantee you. Like if UF and Shans were to actually just like, like do that, like just give like little spaces of the basement. I think you're. I think. I think you're, you're misunderstanding. What Joe was saying. Yeah, I think you, Joe is saying, and, and this is a famous Joe Herschel quote that I actually just used yesterday, and I had somebody look at me very funny where, where, where uh, I said, it is better to ask forgiveness than permission. Oh, yeah, I, I, I know that one. I'm, I'm very familiar said with that. said that phrase. yesterday at the Manatee Springs where my kid was diving. There was oh, some, there was some, don't tell your kids that. No, 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 no. There was yeah. some lady walking by or uh, something about uh, that, and they were like, are you allowed to swim in there? And I was like, it's easier to ask forgiveness than permission. And she was like, oh, I don't know about that. You know, kind of like, Come here, let me toss you yeah. in. Yeah. Dude, I even, I even found this one room that had all these, like, old filing cabinets in there, and I'm sitting there, like, looking through some of these files. Yeah. Which I'm probably I not supposed to. Yeah, I, he just admitted I don't think you're that. supposed to. <laughs> who made that admission? It, but it was admission. It was like death certificates from like the early 1900s. Hmm. Wow! And I'm just like, holy shit! This stuff is just like nobody even knows this shit is here. What and were it, you doing? That? Going through filing cabinets <laughs> from the <laughs> early 1900s? I think he's saying. I was exploring. <laughs> okay. <I guess. laughs> Next week, Matt tries to find new employment. Yeah. Matt's the explorer. <laughs> Next week, Matt needs a lawyer. <laughs> Hey, I think hey, you know a lawyer. Right? You know one. <laughs> Remy, Remy. <laughs> oh, so Ty, we are uh, we're about an hour and thirty into this thing. Um, some people have tuned out. I'm sure you know. You just <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure of that. <laughs> but uh, what do you what do you hope to what do you hope to get out of this all like long term? You, you gonna you in this politic thing for the long run? Oh yeah, you think definitely. you could. Uh, yeah. What's what's the? This is you think you really local politics, do. or you know, you're gonna keep fighting the good fight, get up there to the state level. Yes, definitely. Yeah. I mean, my goal is to go senator, governor. Hell yeah, I don't man! Know about president, but definitely Go- governor would be governor tie. <laughs> now, when you run for governor, though, you gotta you gotta promise you're gonna come back here because like that'll be the shit. Dude, <laughs> Governor Ty on the board. He's gonna, he's gonna be like, no, 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 no. Stop, t- no. Tell those guys I'm not taking their calls anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would definitely be the goal. I, you know, I hope to make a much, a lot of change, and I want to bring back our American values, the Constitution. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's getting the Constitution, our Constitution, is getting a straight beat down yeah. right now. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. what that's what I, I really want to bring back and show people. Um, how important the Constitution is and our Bill of Rights, especially. We're now, we're now in a time where people are, especially, you know, I see like the Black Lives Matter group and these other kind of radical leftist groups just stamp, stomping on the Constitution. But there was a time in the past where these same, these, these, um, these civil rights groups actually, they never stamped on the Constitution. They just said they wanted the freedoms that the Constitution offered. Right. And now it's like reverse where it's like, no, the Constitution is a white supremacist document. We have to destroy it and rip it all up. I don't think I'm people... Like, this, is, this is so ass backwards. I don't think people yes. understand just how catastrophic getting rid of this said racist document could really be. But if you want to... That, that document is, is what allows you to shit all over it. Yeah, I was going to say, you if, know? You, if you want to see how important it is, go check out some of these countries who don't have yeah. a similar document. So uh, we spent a lot of time talking to you. There's going to be people out here listening mm-hmm. that resonate 
right? And I, and I know we're three of them, but for people out there who want to support you, what can they do? Are, are there sites they need to check out? Are, what? How can someone listen is like, dude, I, I, I like what that guy has to say. I want to be a part of it. I want to see him succeed. What do they do? Um, well, one, in terms of the court case, I think we definitely need to put serious pressure on, on City Hall. Yeah. Um, and call them and tell them we need we need to get me in. Let me qualify. Mm-hmm. Let Ty qualify. <laughs> that's yep. right. That's right. Um, and follow my my Twitter. That's at, at t t i g h f r e e. Support the channel. Support my YouTube channel. Gather round. Gather a po- space apostrophe round. And and again, we're going to make sure to link to all those. Oops, shit. We're going to make sure to link to all that on the Porchville Pod site. So when people go to the website. Uh, porchvillepod.com and they click on episode 60 oh man don't tell Six, me 69 don't even tell me six, that. Uh, 363 oh, I gotta start planning for 69 <laughs> I gotta start planning that you out gotta start planning for 60 it is oh, Valentine's man. Day it is it is Valentine's Day today which uh, is I, it really it Valentine's is yeah Day. wow I yeah, do you not wanna... do anything at all shame <laughs> on you well, in all fairness, neither shit, neither did she. So. I bought I bought my daughter some 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 chocolate and some headphones uh, so she can tune out the rest of us for Valentine's Day. And <laughs> I didn't get my wife anything because uh, she doesn't want anything. She just wants me to make dinner later. So huh. we're we're Good doing game. that. That's that's kind of our speed. Uh, if I go and buy buy her something for Valentine's Day, she will why did you waste money on this? That's her. That's her. You know. I kind of feel the same, yeah. Um, Maybe I'll get Courtney a twisted tea. There you go. And then just smack the shit out of her with it. I was waiting for it. <laughs> Is that the goal? But no, like, she actually would <laughs> appreciate like a it. terrible if idea. Her, if I brought her home a twisted tea, like, she would be like, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> but then I'm thinking about the video, and I'm just Your like, Valentine's Day uh, present is like, domestic violence. So, <laughs> and a nice nap. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, oh, okay. So, so here we are. You got five minutes. You got two minutes to just whatever you want to tell. Well, is it five minutes or is it two minutes? I don't you got, know. You, you got to have however, you however long. Like, let's just pretend. Is it noon or is it five? <laughs> is, it, is it noon? <laughs> <laughs> you got it. So you got is it noon or five? <laughs> you got uh, you got a space of time. You want to just tell uh, people, just regular, average, everyday folks, why why they should have you as their representative for whatever office that may be in the in now and in the future. What is it? What what ideals? What uh, what values? Do I hold? Do you have that 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 you want to let people know these? This is why you want me supporting you wherever wherever the office may take you, whether it's here, Tallahassee, Washington, wherever. Why do those people want to get behind you? Uh, I think I think the people should be behind me because I'm I see myself as a as a real representative of what our country should be as i said before when i was telling you guys about father and the father the child i try to embody exactly what i think our society should be and i want to bring back the the fabric of our of our country which is the constitution i'm for the people a lot of these politicians say they're for the people and when you see what their policies look like they're definitely not and i plan on exposing that big time i won't tell you how but hey, <laughs> as, long I have as, a as long as you do, you know, and, that, and that's the important thing is, is, Train you know, a lot of people on on who are sitting in our shoes, 
you know, when people are running, they listen to. People who say, I want to do this. I want to support, you know, this, that, and the other thing. And then when they get there, they feel left behind, you know, because politicians get up there and then they, they turn into politicians, you know. And so... You couldn't pay me enough to sell this country out. That's Because awesome. I, I know it's at the end of it. At the end of selling this country out, there won't be any freedom left for anybody. Yeah. Even, the, even the ones with all the money. Wasn't it, wasn't it Reagan <laughs> who said something like, you know, this is, this is, there's nowhere else to go. Like, if we, we, if we lose what we have here, we lose the freedoms we have here, there's, there's nowhere, nowhere else to, to go. to and go, exactly. I've all been telling right, let's go over here and start this over again. Exactly. No, we've got to, we've got to make sure that what we crucial. have here works. It is absolutely it is absolutely crucial. I've, tell, I've been telling people that for a while. Like this, if we lose freedom here, there's nowhere else. Yep. To, there's no one to fight anybody. Like when you know the Germany when Germany was going through the not the Nazi Socialist Party, America helped them out. Mm-hmm. But if America falls, who's helping us? Yeah. There's nobody, nobody to help us. <laughs> Nobody's coming. The only other superpower is China. <laughs> and they are not going to help only, us. The, well, well, there's, well, a, well, well, there's take, other superpowers, but I, I take it back. When you said who's coming, I, yeah, that might be who's coming. <laughs> that, that'd be, yeah. Yes, I don't we'll help them. you out. Yeah. Sure. Exactly. We're just going to plant this flag here in Nebraska. It's okay. Just the one. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure Putin would step in and be like, oh, you want me to cover rent for a couple yeah. months? Yeah. yeah. I'll help you out with that. I got you. Yeah. I got you. Exactly. So what, what could go wrong? Next thing you know, we're all living in an Airbnb <laughs> for ten bucks, ten bucks a night with well, actually, uh, going to Shands, with somebody's right? yeah. dog. I'm yeah. hanging out with Matt, looking with at death certificates <laughs> from 1908. Well, Ty, this has been. I know uh, the good. I know the good hiding spots. This right. is this yeah. has been great, man. Thank you for for coming. Yeah, is there anything else you wanna you wanna let everybody of of, of Porchville know before uh, before we call it a day and we start furiously uh, getting this up so everybody can hear it? Well, I just appreciate you guys having me on um, and being able to express my opinions yeah. with you guys. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Well, thanks for coming on yeah, and man. telling your story. And uh, um, yeah, you're you're a cool guy. Like no matter what, you, yeah. sh- you should come back at some point and hang out. Absolutely. Like at night, maybe we get a few drinks. And stuff. I I don't know. You know hey, sorry. it might happen. <laughs> it might. We might. We might. You know, have a few drinks. Yeah. I don't know. Does that sound? Sounds like a good idea. Squirrel comes up on that screen again. Throw <laughs> can at it. Guys in the squirrel, yeah. yeah that'll happen. I seriously thought you guys were staring at my head, <laughs> like at the top of my head. They were. It's just so massive, too. You know, you can't you can't not stare at it. You know, it's not every day somebody compliments my massive head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm certain of that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of the Porchville Podcast. PorchvillePod.com, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Make sure you... Uh, Go follow Ty on uh, Twitter. Where is it again? Give me that enough. T-I-G-H-F-R-E. Awesome. We and like I said, we will link to that on the uh, on the page. You can find that. Joe, Matt, thank you for being here. Yeah, man. As always, it's, it's it's a good time. Um, you got email, porchmail, porchmailpod.com, and uh, make sure you subscribe and share it. And uh, we'll see you next time. Much love to you. Bye bye. Push me into the deep I'll never see you again And as I fall to my knees You are my friend But I can't believe you lied As our dreams are born
We, we were in a band 